Admit all. Admit all. Admit all. <laughs> there they are. Admit all. Hi, everyone. Great to see you. How is everyone? Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so much to come for coming by. Hello and welcome to Zenful Conversations. Can everyone hear okay? Thumbs up. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Welcome. Welcome. For anybody listening on the replay, you can find us having Zenful Conversations every single day in our community of women on Facebook, YouTube, and the Zenful Conversations podcast. We're in our sixth year and we'd love to have you with us. For more information, please visit ZenfulConversations.com. My name is Zen Jen Brown. I'm your host, and we're here today with our guest speaker, psychic medium, Connie Fusella. Connie, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Zenful Conversations. Thank you. My pleasure. Wonderful. Actually, let me pin you. There we go. And there we go. That should be good. Let me just say a little bit about Connie. Introduce her to us. Connie says, those we love don't go away. They walk beside us every day. Connie has worldwide clientele and comes to us highly recommended. Connie is a natural born psychic medium, having spiritual awareness and experiences since she was a small child. In her early 20s, an allergic reaction to medication led to a near death experience, which intensified her intuitive abilities. This was the catalyst that inspired her to seek out knowledge of her God-given gift and understand her divine purpose. Connie has completed the medium certification process administered by the Forever Family Foundation. The certified medium designation is prestigious and acknowledges proficiency in spirit communication via means that are neither deceptive or fraudulent. And the process is conducted under controlled conditions and evaluates the accuracy of the information communicated by the medium. Connie is featured in the book, She Shines as the Psychic Next Door, and has made guest medium appearances doing live on-air readings for Signs of Life Radio. Connie has the highest respect for the gift she has been given and considers it a privilege to be a vessel of communication between the physical and spiritual worlds. Her passion is to be of the highest service to others by continually seeking knowledge and enhancing her communication link with spirit. So she may bring forth messages of love and healing to those who seek answers, comfort, and closure. Connie Fusella is here with us today. And she looks forward to sharing a meaningful message with you. Connie, thanks again for being here. Thank you. I'd like to ask you a few questions. And there's a lot that we'd like to cover today. So for the sake of time, we're going to try to be a little bit brief in these questions. Sure. Because we are going to do some readings at the end here today. Um, can you briefly tell us a little bit about how you discovered your psychic abilities. Your, your bio says that you're a natural born psychic medium, 
having spiritual awareness and experience since, since you were a small child. Can you explain that a little bit? Sure. Um, so when I was about four years old, um, I was uh, very attached to my mom and uh, we lived in upstate New York and every Saturday was laundry day. So uh, we had the basement downstairs where our washer and dryer was. So I would follow her every Saturday morning down the stairs and go into the washroom and, and, and watch her do the laundry. Well, one day um, after, you know, we went in and did the laundry and we're headed back up the stairs, I had this feeling like something was behind me and I turned around and in the corner of the far room, I saw an old man. Um, and so it startled me and I thought, you know, oh, and I just ran past my mom up the stairs. I, I went into my bed, got under the covers and I was terrified. I, I wasn't sure, you know, what I saw. Um, so as I sat there for a little bit with it, I, I, you know, I'm four years old. I said to myself, I must've just seen a shadow, right? There couldn't have been an old man down there. So the next Saturday, I followed my mom down the stairs again. And sure enough, as I'm coming down the stairs, there's that old man in the corner again. So I, you know, just get to my mom's side, we go in and do the laundry. And, you know, my mind's going 100 miles an hour, like what's going on? Well, the thing about this is where the old man was standing um, in our basement was like an L corridor, um, like behind doors. So it was one big room. And then there was like a six foot L shaped corridor, right? Where the laundry room was on one side. My father had all his tools and stuff. But where the old man was standing was behind another door that my father said, never, ever open that door because the furnace was behind there. So in my little, you know, child mind, I'm thinking to myself, oh, now I know why I shouldn't go behind that door, right? Because obviously this old man is back there or stays back there. So this was what I was thinking. So this is, you know, I kind of sat with this and then the next Saturday went back down and uh, sure enough, you know, I see the old man there. And as we're going back up the stairs, I turn around to look to see if he's still there. And I see him. And my mom, you know, is like, looks at me. It's like, Connie, come on, what are you staring at? And I point directly at the old man. And my mom says, there's nothing there. Come on, let's go. So now I'm really confused because I'm like, why did my mother say she sees this old man, right? Um, and so I just thought that this was a secret and I shouldn't say anything because they told me never to go behind this door. This old man must live there secretly for whatever reason. I don't know. And I'm not saying anything. So I only saw him, you know, a few times and, um, you know, spirit is very clever. And I think, you know, what happened is, is um, I had this little stuffed animal that was a little lion cub named Leah that I got for Christmas when I turned four. And I, you know, as a kid, what I took her everywhere. That was, you know, my best friend. So um, all of a sudden I stopped seeing that old man, but Leah could all of a sudden talk or so I thought. So I had begun now to hear spirit and um, being clever, they probably figured, oh, seeing an old man spirit, you know, was a little bit intimidating for this young child. So now we're going to make her here with something that she feels comfortable with, right? A little toy that so, so I thought, you know, and it was little stuff. It was, uh, I didn't get the lotto numbers or anything, but you know, I would just hear and like something like your dad's about to come into the, you know, come through the door. And sure enough, my dad would walk through the door or the phone would ring and, and I'd hear like who was on the other end. Grandma's calling. I would just hear little things. And sometimes it was encouragement. Like I would be coloring and I'd hear you're doing a great job. You're staying in the lines. Just little, little tidbits here and there. 
Um, and then, um, you know, kind of fast forward, just like you hear a lot of children, you know, can see and hear spirit when they're younger and they kind of grow out of it once they start school because, right, our analytical brains start to function. Um, and so when I started um, first grade, um, you know, Leah kind of, you know, I kind of outgrew her. Um, I stopped seeing and hearing spirit. Um, but I then started to just know things. So I started out clear seeing um, or clairvoyant. So clear is the French word for clear. So I started out clairvoyant and then I became clear hearing or clear audience. And then I became clear knowing or clear cognizant. Um, thank you. Uh, I, I imagine that would have I don't know what, it, I mean, at such a young age, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then in your early 20s, this near-death experience, which intensified your intuitive abilities, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, so, you know, I, um, you know, to carry on with the clear cognizant, I sailed through um, 12th grade, you know, a plus student, never studied for a test, I just knew things. So, you know, I just thought I was naturally smart. Um, I started to have some premonitions, some little things happening. Um, I've actually had two near-death experience, possibly three, the third might've been like some outer body, all related to, um, um, what do you want to say, after effects of uh, medication, allergic reactions. So um, the first near-death experience that I had, um, allergic react reaction to medication, um, and um, I was uh, uh, in my early 20s, and um, as I got rushed to the hospital, um, I was given medication to kind of, I was going into anaphylactic shock, um, and um, I had all of a sudden, um, I saw someone walking towards me, it was this bright light, I was sitting, all of a sudden, I was out of my body, I was sitting in the floor, on the floor, Indian style, I saw like this bright illuminating figure coming towards me, and then this big book was just placed in my lap, it took up the span of my whole, you know, leg sitting Indian style on the floor. Um, and the pages were like, it was an old leather bound book. I could see it was very old and I could see the parchment papers were glowing with light coming out of them. And then as I looked at the book, it was actually from the moment I was born till my present day, right? And it was just flipping, flipping, flipping. And I was seeing all these scenes and people and, and things like that. When I um, came to and, you know, came out of the hospital, I told my mom about this experience and I was describing um, where I was and I was in like my grandmother's house and great aunts and I was not even a year old. And she verified, you know, I saw paintings on the wall, pictures, you know, the house decor, she verified that everything was accurate. So I had what was called a life review um, the first time. The second time was really, you know, sort of the catalyst because um, this was in 1990. Now it was just a couple of years later. Um, I was working in Manhattan and um, I wasn't feeling well. I had like some upper respiratory something going on. I was taking medication, and lo and behold, I was I was having a reaction to one of these medications, and I had trouble breathing. I was getting hot. My heart was palpitating. So I got rushed to um, New York Cornell Hospital in New York City, and um, I went into ventricular cardiac arrest, um, and I flatlined. 
Um, and I had an experience there of remembering going into the room and then all of a sudden I was, you know, on the ceiling floating out of my body, looking down at myself on the, you know, the stretcher in the, the emergency room, watching the doctors, you know, work on me. And then the next thing, you know, I was in what I would call, it was a tunnel, but it was, um, it was sort of like if you've ever had an MRI, it was a smaller space, okay? It was very kind of contained. And I was on my back um, going feet first and I could see the light. The thing that kind of struck me the most about this experience is that I experienced this, what I call, uh, you know, white noise, right? I heard this very loud humming. There was like this vibration in the air. And it's so hard to explain because it's loud, but it's quiet at the same time. It's just this feeling of like you're vibrating, I guess. And uh, this intense light, I didn't feel fear. I felt like joy. And I, I was anticipating, you know, going where I was going and I call it into the glow. And then as I went into that space, it was like my feet felt like, um, like I kind of went into jello. I kind of like, you know how like they kind of sunk into this white, you know, glowing light. And at that moment is when they used the defibrillators um, to shock me back. And so I, I came back. Um, and, uh, and, but I remember, you know, the working on me, I remember the feeling that I had, I was joyful, I was happy, I was at peace, I was anticipating, looking forward to getting where I was going. And, um, you know, it felt like home to me. So, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, my mother actually had a, uh, a an experience like that, which she was up in the corner of the room looking yeah. at her, the doctors working on on her there. Um, thank you. Um, can you share any memorable or profound experiences that you've had while providing psychic readings or connecting with spirit? Ooh, that's a tough one. You know, I have. I'm amazed because, um, you know, I've been doing this for a while and every time I do a reading, it's like I learn as well. So, you know, as mediums, we come up with a certain, you know, communication key. Each medium works differently, right? But sometimes, you know, they 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 give me information and, and I don't know, maybe it's because I have a quirky personality. I think sometimes like they fool with me a little bit, um, but, you know, they they give me information in some, some strange ways sometimes, but, um, I, I remember, you know, one of the ones that was pretty profound as I was doing a grief retreat and um, I remember um, this woman had lost her son, you know, at a young age and, and I was, you know, pretty evidential. I had brought through his name, what, you know, what he looked like, his personality, how he passed. But um, what was... Um, what was interesting is I kept seeing something that was done in his memory. And I said, I see like a write-up, but this is not like about his service. I said, there's a write-up, like a community-wide, I see like this write-up of him. And, and I, and I said to her, I just, you know, I want to say like he was remembered as a gentle soul. And, you know, those aren't really like my words, a gentle soul, like I would come out with that. And she just like, like sucked in her breath and come to find out the write up that I was seeing was an article taken out in the local paper. And it was titled A Gentle Soul. 
Um, So, you know, it's things like that, that were like, oh, you know, like when I find myself um, saying things or talking in a strange way that I don't normally, you know, use certain phrases that they're like, oh my God, that's exactly, you know, what my mother used to say, you know, like things like that and strange, strange. um, I I think one of the strangest pieces of information is I saw, um, what are those called now? Um, Fava beans. You know what fava beans are? I guess like Hannibal Lecter made them famous. It was like, so, you know, I'm, I, you know, my father used to make them. I know what fava beans are, but a lot of people don't know what they are. And I was talking to this elderly lady and I'm like, and I had her husband. I'm like, why is he showing me fava beans? I was almost afraid of the answer. And then she's like, I eat them every day. I eat like three or four fava beans every day. I'm like, okay. You know, it's just like, sometimes it's like silly stuff. I was like, okay, it means something to you. But uh, it just amazing amazes me, you know, because this isn't me, right, on the vessel. It just amazes me how intelligent spirit is. I mean, every time, every time I walk away for a reading and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. The energy that, that, that comes in the energy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So let me, so let me ask you then, how do you approach skeptics or those who question the val- validity of psychic abilities? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, That's the reason why I like doing the bigger demonstrations and the groups, right? Because that's normally where you're going to get your skeptics. That's going to be the husband that the wife pulled and made him come, you know, to go see a medium and he didn't want to be there. Um, But um, it's, you know, the evidence comes out and it's undeniable. Um, So that that's my favorite, you know, and I've had, you know, and this happens, I don't want to just, you know, segregate men, but it just seems to me I I have a lot more women. (laughs) you know, customers than men, but when those men that are sitting there like, oh gosh, this is a lot of baloney, right? And then I bring through their mother and say specific things and they're just sitting there like, wow, you know, I had no idea. So, um, you know, it's hard, right? Because seeing is believing. I mean, we, we, we're analytical. We, we want the science-based facts, right? Um, so that's, that's, uh, you know, that's why I love what I do because I'm an evidential medium. I'm not going to give you a reading and say, oh, you have your grandmother, lots of people have grandmothers, right? And she loved you and she was a great cook. I mean, come on, right? That's like just about every person's grandma, right? So it's when you hit them with that hard evidence that that people really start to say, hey, you know, this is real. This is right. Real. Right. Uh, uh, I, I have, a, I do have a friend that's like, well, that wouldn't be, wouldn't that apply to everybody? You know, right. it, it, that's, that's exactly what, what she says there. Um, right. And I've been there, done that, you know, it's unfortunate, um, but, uh, you know, the few pay the price for the many, because, uh, you know, I'll go out there and say probably 75% at least of mediums and psychics are fraudulent. And that's just the sad fact, you know? Yeah, I think um, in every profession, which is what I said, every profession is going to have some great you know, and some not so great. Uh, right. I, I would say every every profession. Let me get one more in, and then I will um, ask the audience, if, if ask the attendees if they have anything. As a psychic medium, what advice would you give to someone who is seeking guidance or looking to connect with a loved one who has passed away? Well, um, 
anybody can do this, okay? The key to it is a lot of people, especially um, those that um, are new in their grief, um, try to, you know, oh, I, I just wish I could hear my husband's voice or I, I wish I could know somehow that they're still around. The, the, what, what people don't understand is that to do this work, you have to be um, at a high vibration, right? So if you're in your grief, you're down. So you're not going to be able to make that connection. So there's the, the misconception where a lot of people and a lot of mediums and psychics do this. And it works for a lot of people where, you know, there's meditation and you quiet your mind and, you know, you go quiet and you try to. And, and sometimes and that works for a lot of people. It does not work for me. Um, I'm a a little bit high strung, I guess, <laughs> probably undiagnosed ADD, <laughs> but I'm like very high energy. And before I do a reading or I do a group event, I'm playing like 80s music, like Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I'm like, I'm like getting riled up, right? Because I'm happy or I'm looking at pictures of my dogs or my children or my husband. I'm trying to be happy and uplifting because that allows the connection. So I would just recommend Find that place of love and happiness that resonates with you, whether it's music, whether it's connecting with nature, what, but you've got to be in a place where you're having those happy, good vibes to make the connections with those in spirit. That's perfect. We've been talking about our vibration in the community for quite some time now. Uh, and raising our vibration. Let me ask anybody, not necessarily the readings yet, but are there any questions from anybody at this point in time? Well, I do have a question actually. Can okay, go me? ahead. Yes. You mentioned, Pani, um, the, uh, the, the white noise. And yes. for probably a couple months, I've noticed that you know, I hear, I'm hearing it in my, my ears, um, it's constant kind of vibration. I kind of was Googling and seeing, you know, if other people have had that experience and it's, it's some people say it is due to, um, um, you know, your ascending getting spirit somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting tuned in. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I never I hadn't yeah. heard it explained that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's cool. Like they're, they're tuning you in. Yeah. Every once in a while too. I, I mean, I still do like, I'll be sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, I'm like, what's going on? You know what I mean? And yeah, I've had my ears checked out. They were fine, you know? So yeah, you'll, you'll hear that. It's, it, it's, you know, just kind of, you're getting tuned yeah, in. It's there. I'll probably, if it goes away, I'll probably miss it. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. Um, Marla. Thank you. Um, I've had, I've been in rooms and I've had a medium, you know, share a message from my mom. I, I heard other messages. My question is really around the messages feel very generic. Is mm -hmm. there a way when you're getting the message to get them to get more specific? And, and I can give you a, a, a for instance. So randomly a year ago my mom came through in a group thing and she more or less was like you know the old you is gone you know you've got nothing but choices in an open field and I'm like yeah I got that I've been sitting in my dark night of the soul for two years so it's <laughs> like the the real question is is there a way to to get the message 
sort of more detailed, not, you know, when you're past the prove to me, you believe right. it and, right. and you're really leaning in and you're doing your meditation practice and you're doing everything quietly yourself, but you're going to an expert like yourself, Connie, to, to get what it is you can't hear. Right. You know, so it, does that make sense? Does that question? It make does. Sense? And there's a, there's a couple of different schools of thought on that. So, so a lot of the times, you know, and I'm one that believes this way, that the message is more in the evidence that comes through, right? So the purpose of the spirit communication is really to validate that your loved ones are still with us. And they do that by giving specific evidence. Say, this is really me. This is really me here because this is my name and this is where I lived and this is how I passed and I had three children and I've given all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the message is, is, is there and sometimes it's not. Um, but for a medium, they can only give what they get. So we can't, and, and that's what, you know, we're just the go-between. So sometimes, and, and, and it kind of sounds a little bit like what you're saying is, is sometimes a medium, um, it may be the end of the message. They've made their connection. Sometimes they may get a psychic feeling about what's going to, and because that to me sounds like, you know, a little bit of a psychic kind of prediction of what you're going through and kind of picking up on your energy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that happens. They'll flip between, you know, bringing the person in and then give a little psychic too. So there's a lot of different answers to that. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, call me and, and they think that it's going to be like, they come and they've like, well, I have 10 questions I want you to ask <laughs> It doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? I can't just, and I, I mean, sometimes yeah, in the middle, they'll ask a question and, and sometimes I will get an answer, but mostly it's like they do the talking and I just listen and relay. So, it, and we don't control it. So that's another point I wanted to bring up. If you ever seek out a medium and they tell you, oh yeah, I can connect with your mother. I can do that. We don't control that. Okay. Thank it's you. I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate the clarity and the honesty because it, it yeah, like it was a mixed thing between you know cards and a mediumship and and yes, that's, that's what I it sounded like when you thank said. Thank you. That. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Marla. Connie. So uh, on that on that on that note, there is um. Uh, I'm gonna say two. Yeah, I'm like okay. I'm, a sign here and there. Okay, give me something more, baby. Give me some. Right. I want to see it. Right. And so, is this our frustration uh, and our? We always seem to want more, but practice. If I continue to practice and continue to uh, raise my vibration and just be with the energy of this love, right? Um, I, I just think that not that I'm <laughs> in the field, but. Um, um, yeah, I just wanted to, is, is practice something that would, it's, it is, but there's, there's a lot of different factors, um, energy being the main component, right? So we're all energetic human beings. So when a medium does a reading, they're raising their vibration, like I said, and your person in spirit has to lower their vibration and where we meet in the middle is where the communication takes place. That's why you hear those phrases in between two worlds where two worlds meet in the middle, right? So think about how many people have seen that movie ghost, 
right? With Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Patrick Swayze. Remember how difficult it was for him to move the penny and to do the things on the earth plane? He was trying to get her attention. Well, that's physical mediumship, but it's the same principle. He, he had to lower his vibration to the earth plane to make those things happen. So it's the same thing when mediumship happens. But having saying that, um, your person in spirit has to feel comfortable. If I'm the medium, they have to feel comfortable with me. So it's the energy between me, you, and your person. So for me, for instance, I do very well with people of ethnic backgrounds, right? My father's from Italy. I have a big Italian family. So these big families, Italian, Jewish, Puerto Rican, whatever, you know, I real, you know, I'm loud. We're, you know, these kinds of families, they like me because they understand me. So I, I, I do well. Sometimes I notice if somebody's very, very quiet and timid, they may, I might not be the right medium because I'm, you know, I'm a little, you know, loud and I, I'm strong energy the way that I go. And, and, you know, there are other mediums that are a little bit softer and they may, may be a better fit. It's got to mesh energetically. So that's not saying that I wouldn't give a good reading, but I may give a good reading, but maybe things that are more spirits that are more comfortably, that may be the wow reading, right? So it's, it just, it just all depends on the energy. Hmm. Mm, that's great clarification. The other thing Thank that you. prohibits that too is, and this happens all the time, especially, you know, well, in groups and, and private readings, but, you know, everybody comes to a reading wanting to hear usually from one specific person, right? And so they have that in their mind, I'm going to hear from this person. And so the medium's talking and they're saying, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, nope, 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 nope. Meanwhile, you wanted to hear from your mom and I have your grandfather, but you're not hearing it because you've got mom, 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 mom. A lot of the times, and especially the way that I work, my elders come first and I bring, I come down. A lot of the times, someone else that maybe you don't, wouldn't even expect, it could be a neighbor, will open the door for the person that you're hoping to hear from. So you've got to listen to the evidence and cast your net out wide, right? Because we're all connected by our little bands of light, right? If you ever, has anybody read Laura Lynn Jackson's The Light Between Us? She's one of my colleagues. Yep. So we're all connected, right? So anybody that you've come across, it could be a neighbor, it could be your teacher, it could be, you know, a friend that you grew up with. Anybody it could be your mailman, it could be a doctor that you had, could come through in a reading. And it doesn't matter whether you didn't know them. I get that a lot too. Like it's a grandmother. Well, I never met them. They died before. It doesn't matter. They know you. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's really pretty great clarification there. Uh, let's get to Shana. Shana has a question. Shana, Shana. Not sure how to pronounce it. Sorry, it's Shana. You're right. Shana. I was trying to come on mute. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Shana. So um, my question is, is I've always had um, a little bit of a strong gift for this type of, for the mediumship and things like that. It's, I think everybody can do it. I think some people are born with it. And I think I was born with it. And um, I have always used it in my world here and there. I owned a tutoring company. I do real estate now. But I've gotten this push by spirit to move forward and explore it on a deeper level. And I like have no, no idea where to begin with how to explore it because it's always been kind of just me doing me, you know? Right. So if you, do you have any advice as to how I would sure. pursue sure. that? Um, if you're looking to take classes, 
um, and be like in small groups of people kind of in the same, you know, level that you're at and to kind of learn and to practice. Um, I would recommend The Journey Within. It's a spiritual church uh, based out of New Jersey. Um, one of my um, teachers which was Janet Nohavik. Um, sadly, she passed about a year or so ago, uh, but she's the founder. She's a former uh, Catholic nun for several years, and she was one of the best mediums that I've ever seen, and she inspired me um, to do this work. Um, but they have classes there online, um, all levels, psychic classes, mediumship classes. They have a lot of well-known mediums that uh, teach classes there, like Tony Stock, well, um, Joe Shiel is now the pastor there. He's a spiritual artist. John Holland will teach there. They've got a lot of great um, mediums that that teach there. So I would recommend uh, looking them up. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, Tim, we'll get you in a moment here. Tam Tammy asks quiet question. Can the living's thought come to our mind just like the dead? I do not understand that. Do you, Connie? Can the living's thoughts come to our mind just like the dead? Okay, so like um, like a telepathic communication or someone is that is that the question? I don't I don't know what you call okay. it. I can just I think it's living people <laughs> because okay. of how they're talking to me. And this is new for me. I'm just learning this, this okay. awakening. So, so yeah, so there is telepathy. So you can pick on, um, you know, another person's thoughts. Um, also, um, I, I've done this and, and, and I know this to be true. Um, people that are um, in a state of uh, coma or perhaps even like Alzheimer's dementia that could be in an altered state of consciousness, um, you can communicate with those just as you would with the deceased because of their state of altered consciousness. <clears throat> Thank you very much. That completely cleared it up. I, I'm a critical care nurse and there it, it is. Oh, yeah. Me. You know, Kim, you and you should talk with Tammy there. Kim, you and Tammy probably have a good conversation there. Kim, let's go ahead. Yeah. Um, I had yes, definitely. I've I believe um a lot of this, and I think I've seen, you know, been a witness to a lot of things, um seen some stuff, um, you know, being a nurse. But my question is about can any of this stuff like because i feel like i hear stuff and i see stuff in my dreams sure. and i don't know if that's like considered like a visitation but they're almost like you know warning stuff um but i can actually hear uh, my mother's voice and she's alive um i've heard my grandfather's voice and he wasn't alive um you know weird things like that so does it cross over into your dreams absolutely so a lot of spirit communication does start off with dreams and and it could be you know a dream of something to come it could be a premonition it could be a warning um so uh, absolutely yeah okay mm -hmm. thank you mm -hmm. great questions thank you Thank you, ladies. Um, Connie, how do you protect yourself energetically when you're doing these readings? 
Yeah, so that's a good question. You know, when I first started uh, doing this, I started out reading, you know, tarot cards and I would do, you know, large groups and parties and events and things like that. And I would leave there and be sick for like three days. Like I had the flu, I couldn't move. And I didn't understand at the time that, you know, I was picking up everybody's energy. Um, and um, I didn't understand also as a young person, I never liked, uh, you know, um, going into big department stores, like with all the people or the crowd I would feel ill, I'd feel nauseous. And I, you know, I just didn't know why, but I pick up everybody's energy. So what I do um, when I do my reading, I just say my own personal kind of mantra or prayer. Um, and, uh, you know, I ask um, that, you know, um, um, I believe in God. So I ask God, Jesus, um, to protect my energy, um, to, to um, make sure that, um, that I am, um, um, getting clear and concise information that I am, you know, the vessel in between that, you know, I'm making sure that I'm um, being of highest service to the person in spirit and the person I'm giving the reading to. But I kind of imagine um, almost like a being zipped up, right? So I just say protect my energy. And I, I kind of my mind imagine just a zipper zipping up all my chakra centers. Um, and uh, that way I know that, you know, my energy is protected. And I also, you know, part of that is setting boundaries um, because it used to be, you know, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and send spirit. And it's, you know, it, it didn't scare me, but, you know, that feeling like there's something there or someone there, right? So I'd wake up and go, Ooh, you know, and scare the bejeebies out of my husband, you know? So I had to start saying, don't, don't bother me when I'm sleeping, right? Only come when, you know, I'm doing a reading when I need you to come and then leave me alone. I'll be walking around here and seeing you. Yeah. So that's also that's, part um... of protecting your energy. Yeah. It is. It's a very important part of what you do. Uh, um, I, sure. I don't do the readings, obviously, but um, I do offer energy workshops and, and different things like that. And even with the protection that I do and that, I mean, um, I'm still, I need a down day afterwards because, sure. it, and depending on the, the group that I'm with, you can really feel some heavy energy sometimes. And it, it does, it wipes me out. Um, so I, I just can't, um, um, I would just think that that is really huge for you to do yeah, as far as your well-being. And the, yeah, the large groups or the gallery events, you know, I'll leave there. And, and usually I, I know, you know, I have a good mm, hour where I'm still, woo up there you know I'm still yeah. you know and yeah. then yeah. I'll crash you know and that's it I'm done you know good night <laughs> great 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 um beautiful so when you uh, you I just wanted to hear how you describe the process you go through when you receive the information it's just uh or messages from the spirit realm how how do you know it's them and not you well, that's all part of, you know, training and, and, you know, getting out of your own way, out of your ego, you know, putting your ego aside. Um, um, the key to it is, is when you're, you're a medium, it's two-way communication, right? So I can say to them, you know, I, I need you to be here. You know, I trust, trust that you're going to be here. Um, and you build this rapport, you know, as, as you do this more and more. And like I said, your, your, your symbols start to grow, your little tube box of what means what and even now they still grow every day and then it's like okay that's what that means and then I'll know the next time I do a reading I see the symbol that's what that means you know um and um you, you just trust and uh and um you just trust that that you have spirit there and a lot of the times it's like 
I'll say for me, sometimes they'll give me something and maybe, you know, my sitter will be like, no, I don't understand that. And I'll go on, I'll go on. But in the back of my mind, it bothers me, right? Because I don't like when I can't place it. And then sure enough, they'll come around with something else. Like that's what you were trying to say, you know? So just to, so it's kind of like I say to them, when you're ready, give me something else so we can make sure this, you know, my sitter understands. I don't want to, a lot of the times too, you know, and having said that, getting a reading can be overwhelming, okay? I'm a fast talker. Um, I, a lot of times I'm throwing information and I'm throwing months and things like that. And the person will be like, oh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And that's fine. And then I'll get an email the next day. Everything made sense. You know, I understand those names. I understand, you know, because it's an overwhelming experience and you're in the spur of the moment and you're like kind of put on the spot, like, oh my gosh, you know? So sometimes you have to sit with it, you know, and process it. So a lot of the times when I do Zoom, um, um, readings, I will ask if they want it recorded and I'll send it back to them so they can kind of listen to it again. And then maybe things will, you know, they're not in that moment. Right. And don't feel that pressure. And then things will kind of make sense. Yeah, for sure. I am definitely a sit with things and cause like, yeah, and, and, and most things and, and, uh, like, why didn't I think to do that then? I just don't think on my feet like that. Two more quick questions before we get to the readings, etc. Sure. How do you handle difficult or sensitive situations when you're delivering these messages to clients? Like, how do you provide support and comfort during those moments? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, some readings, you know, all all passings are are sad or, or tragic, and 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 some more so than others, especially when you're dealing with young children or tragic accidents, um, suicides, things like that. You know, they they can be sensitive. Um, I try to be, I'll give you an example because it may come up today. A, a lot of the times when we're talking about suicide, um, I will get a certain feeling and I will say, um, you know, this person, um, says that they're sorry for the manner in which they left this world, or they can take some responsibility for the way that they left this world, you know, so that we know we're talking about suicide, um, you know, without coming, well, you know, this person killed themselves, you know, that's a little crass, you know what I mean? Um, so I try to, you know, word say things in a certain way that kind of ease in and just so that people, you know, get the understanding without coming out and saying it um, mm -hmm. for those types of situations. Um, if somebody is extremely upset and crying and can't, you know, um, I will suggest that we stop the reading and reschedule it because you're not going to get the benefit and the healing that comes from a reading if you are so immersed in your grief. You know, you've mm -hmm. got to be ready for this. A lot of people ask me, well, when is a good time? There's a, there, this will maybe another question. I don't know, but people ask me, how long do you have to wait, you know, before somebody passes that you can communicate with them? Okay. Um, in my opinion, immediately, if they've passed a minute later, I could probably communicate with them, right? There's not a waiting time. The waiting time is for the people that are left behind so that you can feel that you're in a, a good place that you can handle this because, you know, I may bring up their name. I may bring up memories. I may bring up something you did for them in their memory and that's going to touch your heart. Um, and um, so you, you just have to make sure that you are physically and mentally and emotionally prepared. And does this go for animals as well? 
Absolutely. I get a lot of animals. I, I, I rescued dogs my whole life. I've got two currently. So especially the dogs, but I get all sorts of animals. Yeah. One more last quick one. In your opinion, what's the biggest misconception or stereotype about psychics and mediumship work? Well, I think, you know, it's that they think that people are fraudulent, that they're making this up. And, and, and you know, a lot of people do. So, you know, um, The Medium Explosion is a book by um, Robert Ginsburg, who's the founder of the Forever Family Foundation. Um, very good uh, to read about what to look for in a medium. Um, but like I said, if somebody says, oh, yeah, you know, I can I can talk to that person. Another thing to remember when you contact a medium, don't give them any information. Don't write that email. I want to talk to you because I lost my mom. She had lung cancer. It was three years. You know, her name was Mary. Don't, because then you've just given the medium all the information. So how do you know that they're authentic? Just like, you know, when you schedule with me, you know, you pay for your session. I get the order number. I'll say I have these dates available. And I just write your first name down and your telephone number so that I know where to call you or Zoom, you know. Um, that's all I want to know. I don't want to know anything about you. Um, um, and um, it's it's true. Yeah, you uh, um, we were discussing about adding you to the community. Um, oh, that's and, right. And, yeah. and she said, you know what? No, because there might be somebody on there. She don't want to know anything. Right. She wants to do it now. Um, yeah. Do you want to uh, take a few more questions? Do you want to get to readings? I don't know how much time you have. Uh, does, anybody have does anybody have any last time? questions before we get to the readings? I think we're looking for readings here. So how do you oh, handle that? I, I have, Maria? I, I, it's Marla. I, I have a follow on to what you were just saying about um, it's the person who stayed, you know, as far as the, the length of time. Right. Um, do you find that when someone comes to you and it's been an extended, like decades since the loss, that their vibration being higher and the, the energy coming through that they're able to connect with the information in a clearer way? No, I don't think that that matters. I think it has to do actually with that person. And again, that, that personality and how we kind of mesh together. Um, because there's sometimes, you know, well, I'll have like these like stellar readings. I'm like, wow, this guy like gave me like everything, you know, and then sometimes I feel like I got to coax the information out. So it's not, it's not based on how long they've been gone. It's based on their personality and how my energy mixes with their energy. Great. Thank you. Hmm. Sorry, Jen. I just, no, that was a real good, uh, yeah. I thought, oh, what a, what a, what a great little question there and I thought it was that going to be yeah uh you know yeah I, just I, I think we could one thing. Yeah, I'm sorry I just want to say one no. thing so I'm surprised the question didn't come up about reincarnation um a lot of people ask you know do I believe in reincarnation yes I know my uh, Catholic upbringing those nuns would probably hit me over the head with a ruler but um based on my experience and what I know yes so the question I always get is well if my person reincarnates how do you communicate with them right um and the answer is is that when someone um passes uh, they again this is my my belief system, what I've been made by my spirit team and my experiences, 
that the person has the choice of whether to come back and to, you know, try to achieve, you know, a higher level of, you know, um, spirituality, um, or they can stay there and you can progress on the other side as well. But just cool. I like that second option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, people have jobs on the other side. Yeah, they have jobs. They they be, they can become a guide. There's like, you know, there's stuff to do over there. Believe me, I see it all the time. But, um, you know, just a little piece of your soul comes back into another human body. So it's like you're, you're, the main soul remains with a collective soul so that we can always connect to it. So that's how we deal with reincarnation. Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, okay, uh, Connie, and you can go about your readings however you want to. Sit first do here. It. I get very thirsty when I talk. So, <laughs> all right. So, what I'd like you all to do is to go ahead and put your intentions intentions out there for your loved ones to join us. I'm going to do the same. Um, and, um, again, I want you to cast that net wide and be open to anyone that comes, because like I said, sometimes people open the door for the person you're hoping to hear from. What I also would like to do is on the count of three, I'd like you all to say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Great. Okay. So that's pretty much what it sounds like in my head all the time, all those voices going, but I like to do that to kind of raise the vibration up. Okay. All right. So um, I've got some people waiting to be heard here. So right away, I'm going to talk about this lovely lady that I have. Um, she lets me know that she's mom for somebody. I have to thank um, the lady that's here for the care that you gave her while she was transitioning. I do know that she was bedridden when she passed. And I do know that she was um, between 85 and 95 when she passed. Um, she lets me know that also that there are complications in her lung area. So there was fluid or troubled breathing in the end. This could possibly be lung cancer as she makes me uh, understand this. Who understands this as mom? Mary, do you understand this? Oh, you're on mute. Mary, you're on mute. Oh, you're still on mute. <laughs> no. Okay, now there you go. Me? Do you understand this, Mary? Yes. I felt drawn yes. to you. Oh, I can't get it off. Okay, now are. can we you hear me? you? Yes. So my mom was 95 and you. He, um, she passed six months ago. Okay, don't give me too much information. You understand the problems with the lungs or lung cancer? Um, no lung cancer. She did have uh, asthma. Okay, perfect. Okay, I know there's something going on with her lungs. Do you understand a connection to a name like Elizabeth for someone here or past? And it could be yeah. a middle name. I have the E, so it's Ellen, Elizabeth, first, middle, or last name. Mine begins with E, but it's not Elizabeth. Perfect. That's okay. I have the E connection, the name, first, middle, last name. Do you understand that she wants to thank you for the care that you gave her while she was transitioning? Okay. I and I do, feel, I do feel also that she's letting me know she was bedridden. Do you understand that? Okay. Yep. Um, and she also was talking about um, knee surgery. So who had the knee surgery? She did. 
Perfect. Yes. So um, she's just telling me a little bit about herself. She's also giving me the month of February as significant. Do you understand February as a birthday passing or anniversary? Uh, my brother's birthday. Perfect. And do you understand the name Michael? Yes. Okay. Who's Michael that she wants to acknowledge? My husband. Okay. He's also passed Mary Jo? No. He's here. Okay. She wants to acknowledge him and there's a great fondness for him. Do you understand that? Okay. Yeah. And she is also thanking him for his care because I feel like she was a bit of a handful and that he was there by your side also caring for her. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Do you understand the connection to like Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, that part of the country? Yes. Okay, so she's showing me that as well. And she's showing me, I know we're in Florida, but I see winters. I see snow and winter memories. You understand that? Yep. Okay. Now, who's William or Bill? Um, geez, I think that would be my grandfather's oh. brother. Okay. And do you have a Tom? No. Thomas? Okay. So do you have a dad that's passed? Yes. Okay, why would he show me a train? Hmm. Do you have a memory of a know. train or subway? So when I see the name Thomas, it's Thomas, Thomas the train. I want you to think about that. It could be somebody's middle name or a street name with Thomas in it, like Thomasville, Thomas something. Hmm. Okay, that's okay. You can think about it. It'll come later. Your mom okay. is talking about China. You have her China? <laughs> my brother okay yep so i know the child and i'm also seeing um september so do you understand september as a significant month for a birthday passing or anniversary uh no that's okay think about september or the number nine in the date so 9 19 the only other way that I could take that, and these are like my symbols, so September 9, or you have a piece of jewelry that has a blue stone in it. Hmm. So think about that. It'll make sense later. Your mom okay. is also showing me a cat. Did she have a cat? Um, years, yes. Yeah, there's years a cat. Ago. And I, I just want to verify, too, because my cat is also the name for Catherine. Is there a Catherine? Um, let's see, Catherine. No, that's okay. I'm gonna take it as the cat. She showed me the cat. I just want to make sure I'm not ever looking. I have to talk about one more name. I have Bobby. Yes, Bobby. my brother's okay. girlfriend. Perfect. So she wants to acknowledge her as well. But I want to say that your mom, she's very sweet. Um, I know that um, she wants to, again, she just comes through with so much gratitude because she's saying because of you, she was able to stay in the home. Do you understand that? Um, yes. Because I feel like she passed in the home as she makes me understand that. Um, and it was because of you and the care that you gave her. So she's coming forth with so much love and so much gratitude. So I'm going to leave her with all her love. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, take another sip of my vodka. Just kidding. <laughs> my vitamin water. Okay. All right, I have to talk about, um, I have a name like Lou Louise. Who understands this name? That's where I'm going next. Anybody understand I Lou Louise? 
I have a Louise. This okay, is Shana. Shana. Okay, is this person in spirit? Yes. Okay, perfect. Do you understand that she lets me know she had some years left? So I want to put her like mid 60s to late 70s when she passed? No, that doesn't relate. Okay, let me just feel her for a second. I'm going to ask her one second to, to go to put go to a side for a minute because I have another gentleman coming in for you. Do you have a dad in spirit? No. Okay, this father makes me feel like dad or stepdad or granddad, but I'm on your mother's side of the family. Okay. What do you understand that? Do you understand granddad? Um, yes, my mom's dad then. Okay, do you, do you understand he had a military connection? Yes. Okay, perfect. He's going to come. He just barreled in when I was trying to talk about Louise. <laughs> and I feel like he had that type of personality. He kind of like commands the room as he shows it to me. Okay. Um, okay. I also have an, a name that starts with an M, like, like a Mary or a Marie. Do you understand that name? No, not right now. Okay, that's okay. Just sit with that. Now, this Louise, um, she 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 feels to me, um, she's kind of letting me know again. I'm in the breast, long chest area with her. Do you understand that? Um, I'm not sure of her cause of death. She was my great aunt. Okay, okay. I I felt like it was an aunt. Who's the school teacher? Um, I taught school. Okay, perfect. So she's letting me know that she um, knows about you. Yeah. Okay. There's another She's family also, death that was a teacher. Perfect. Okay. Um, I also want to talk about twins. Are there twins in your family? Not in my not in my family. Ah, uh, I know okay. where the M is. Okay, perfect. The twins are either in your family or if you're married, your husband's family. There's twins. Uh family friends have twins. Okay. All right. Um I, I just see them connected to you. So I want to talk about yeah. um, I want to talk about a lady that I have here that I feel like her passing was unexpected. Okay. And I'm sorry I'm jumping around, but you have a couple of people I want to acknowledge. I feel like this was something unexpected. Okay. And this is like something like a heart attack or an aneurysm, something out of the blue. Do you understand this? Um, I'd have to think about that. I mean. There's been some quick deaths, but they've been maybe uh, quick, meaning a couple months unexpected, like. Okay, but do you understand the heart problems? Um, my, that's my grandfather that. Okay, that had the first one that I brought through? Okay. Yeah, he, he had a stroke. Okay, perfect. Okay, because I was getting that like aneurysm. Okay, so he, I want to talk about him because he, he just, keeps butting in and wants to make himself known. He's showing me like golden retriever, retrievers or lab types of dogs. Do you understand that? No. Okay, do you have a larger dog that's like, you know, 30, 40 pounds? Brown? No, my mom, my mom did when she was younger. She had a, okay. um, a boxer. Okay. All right. I see a medium dog up there. Okay. Um, and I want to say your grandfather is with it. He also shows me horses. Now, why would he show me horses? I have no idea. Okay. So the horse to me, is there a name like Ed, Edward, Edie? 
trying to think on that side of the family. Um, okay. It doesn't have to be on that yeah. side of the family in general. Um, there's an Ed name or my horse symbol means upstate New York or Kentucky. Do you have connections to any of that? No, New England, but not Kentucky. No, or okay. New York. I'm gonna leave, I, I don't know why he's showing me the horse. So um, that usually means there's an actual horse, a horse in spirit or a memory with you riding the horse. Um, I'll ask and, my, uh, I'll ask my mom. Um, okay. Because I never met my grandfather, so he was he died oh, before I was fine. born. So I, I don't know fine. a lot of that. Okay. Do you understand, Shana, um, that you have a friend in spirit that's a female? I have several. <laughs> okay. Do you understand that this particular friend um, um, passed younger? I'm going to put her under 50 when she passes. Have right to around about 50. That. She looks younger. She looks like 48 to 55, I guess I'll put her. This this particular lady tells me she had um, breast cancer. Uh, that could be on, yes, on, on my mom's side, yeah. Perfect. Okay. She wants to make herself known to let me know that, you know, to let you know that she's doing okay. I also want to talk about a younger male in spirit under the age of 20. Do you understand that? Gosh, I'd have to think about that. I don't know. I mean, I know some young people that died. Yes. Um, okay. This, this was 20, an accident. Probably. Yep, this was an accident from what I understand. And he lets me know he was here one minute and gone to the next. I feel like this was like a family friend or a connection. Does that make um, sense? Yeah, a little bit, yes. Okay, you've got like a bunch of people floating around. So I'm just gonna leave them with all their love with you. So just for the sake of time, so I can try to get to as many people yes. as possible, okay? <laughs> Thank you. All right, yep. All right. I want to talk about a gentleman um, that I have here. He's a, a little bit on the taller side. So I'd say he's between 5'10", maybe six foot tall. He's got a good build on him. He did have a military connection. I feel like this is dad for somebody or possibly father-in-law. Um, he also lets me know the month of March is significant for someone's birthday, passing, or anniversary. Um, he did pass. I'm going to put him between 76 and 84. I don't think he made it to 85. Who understands this as a dad figure? Anybody? Dad, stepdad, or granddad? My papa. Your father? <clears throat> My papa. Your papa, is that a grandfather for you? Yes, yes. Okay, and that's Tamara, right? Tamara. Tamara, okay. Um, so, and is this on your mom's side? No. Okay. Do you also have a grandfather on your mom's side? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's sometimes I get the dueling grandfathers and grandpa, grandmom. So, um, this person though, that comes through your, your papa, he's very, very close to you. Um, and I feel like he's like a, like, like he would have spoiled you. Do you understand that? Absolutely. Yeah, he's coming through. He's very funny. Um, and I also feel like he would have done like little magic tricks or just little silly stuff. I feel him to be very like the very hands on, like engaging with you. Do you understand that? Yes. 
Okay. He's, do you understand the March connection? Not off the top Birthday of my head. Okay. Are you, are you one of three children? Yes. Okay, perfect. So that would be the three or the March. Um, he's also showing me um, a name that begins with a D, like David, Didi, Daniel. Do you understand that? Not right away. Okay, so D, first, middle, or last names, okay? And then he is showing me also, why would he show me a, a hibiscus? Do you know what that is, that flower? Uh-huh. Does that have meaning for you? Um, other than he loved to plant plants. Perfect. Okay. And he stormed Normandy in World War II. All right. Don't give me too much information. Oh, sorry. Uh, but all right. He's showing me the, the flower. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I also want to say that the grandmother attached to this father's also passed, right? Correct. Okay. Um, do you understand um, a name like Anne? I have Anne. A lot of them. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see here. Do you understand a younger male in spirit as well under the age of 30? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Do you understand that this is a tragic passing and something out of the blue? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I understand from him that that um there, he, he's given me a, a bit of a, a heaviness in his feeling with him. So um, I, I understand that he had some struggles while he was here. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. So I get this feeling a lot. Do you understand that he either had some kind of depression or addiction or both? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So he's letting me know he's coming forth with, um, he's giving me my symbol where he's throwing a quarter in the air and you know, when the quarter lands, you're going to get heads or tails. So that lets me know that depending on who he's talking to, you're going to see one version of him or another. You understand that with him? Yes. Okay. He's very bright. Okay. And he lets me know that um, he had, you know, a solid family around him, but I do want to um, um, bring forth his apology um, because I do feel like he says he can take responsibility for what happened to him. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. Okay, perfect. He also wants to say thank you for um, something was planted in his memory, like a tree. Do you understand yes. that? Yes. Yeah. So he sees that, okay, and he's aware of that. Um, and um, I'm getting the D name attached to him somehow. I have to go back to that. So I just want to um, to say that again. Oh, um, yes, yes. And, and see, they, they, they hung out in life, yes. There, there you go, yeah, I feel like it's a friend or something, yes. So he's letting me know that. And I also do see a dog with him, a bigger dog. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So he's showing me that, that he's with his pal there. Um, I also um, want to say with him, um, did he have a sister as well? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. He wants to acknowledge his sister and he also wants to talk about, um, is there a name like Margaret? Mary? Alive? Margaret? No, it doesn't have to be alive. Um, it was a patient family member. Okay. Mary or Margaret, right? I have yep. that name. Yes. 
Okay. She's coming through um, uh, because I understand with her, she's kind of saying, uh, this is what she's saying. She says, I'm at peace now. I'm at peace now. This makes me understand that she had something that was long-term or was taking a little while. Do you understand that? Yes. Yeah. So she's kind of letting me know that there, and she's giving me the number three. So I don't know if you were her caregiver, but there's two or three people that she says she needs to thank. I feel like there's a rotation somehow. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. So she's showing me that and she's telling me I had excellent care. Um, she also was, um, she's very, she's, she's very lovely. I do feel her to be a woman of faith. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay, she shows me a cross, so I know there would have been a cross on her or a Bible next to her. Yep. Yeah. I know exactly so she's like, speaking of. Perfect. Okay, so she is showing me, and my symbol is like for amazing grace. So I know uh, that um, I know that that she made peace with her situation, and she was very comfortable with her passing. She lets me know that also that I do feel her to to kind of um, just go to sleep as she makes me so show it as she passed. So she just was very heavily medicated to be comfortable, and she passed in her sleep. You understand that? Yes, ma'am. Yes. So she wants to just say, you know, again, thank you for the love, for the care and for making everything so, you know, pleasant for her and, and her experience. Um, she's also showing me, um, she, she's really, I don't know why, um, but she is showing me you just gave her extra attention and she is showing you kind of um, putting like a, a extra blanket around her feet because I feel like her feet were cold. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she wants to, again, thank you um, again for all the love and care that you gave her. So I'm going to leave all your people there with all their love. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. So I want to talk about um, a female that I have here. I do feel that she passed um, younger. I'm going to put her maybe in her 60s, possibly early 70s as she makes me show it. Um, and um, I do, I want to say this is mom, um, or she was a mom at least. Um, and I do feel like she gives me the impression that this is some sort of blood-related disease, like a cancer, and I get the impression that this is a late diagnosis, and when she finds out, things move pretty quickly. So who understands this lady? You do, Maria? Okay. Is this the mom for you? Yes, and it's Marla. I'm sorry, there's an L. Oh, Marla, I'm, I have bad eyes. I'm sorry. That's okay. I do, too. That's why it's not a big deal. <laughs> so this is mom, right? Yes. She okay. was she makes me, she, yeah, she makes me understand. Do you understand the age? Maybe in her mid sixties or so. She, yeah, she was sixty-seven. She died of cancer. So you got both. Yeah. Of those. Yeah. So she makes me understand that, you know, she's kind of like giving herself a little kick, you know, because I understand from her that she had some very light symptoms, but she's saying to me, like, wow, you know what? I was just getting older. I was feeling a little tired. You know, these female things yes. are happening, right? Yes. Because I do feel like this is female related as well. Do you understand that? It was ovarian cancer. And yes, she there did, you go. Yes. She yes. didn't for a year take care of it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. 
That's how she makes me feel. Cause I feel like this is all like I'm getting older. There's female stuff going on. I'm not really suspecting anything's wrong. So I didn't go get it checked out. And when I found out it was, you know, um, you know, pretty progressed. Um, she is thanking you um, again for the care that you gave her, but also because this was like, you're like, she's calling you like the warrior. And the way that I want to showing it to me is you're online and you're researching every possible thing that you can do for her, whether it's like homeopathic, whether it's new treatment, um, you're calling every other person, you're you're having her see different doctors. Do you understand all of this? Yes, you're you're yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So she's showing me that you are like, you know, fighting tooth and nail for her. Um, and she's just so appreciative that she does show me that she did lose her hair. Do you understand that? Yes, okay. she did. Um, and she wants to thank you because I do feel like you would have either put a wrap or a wig as she shows it to me. You oh, understand? That? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she is showing me that you were painting her nails. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she wants to thank you, you know, for all the love that you gave. And she says you you had to stop. I don't know if you had to stop work or take time for work, but she's just showing like a change in your schedule to accommodate her. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm seeing the change in location as she shows it to me. So that means either she moved in with you or you were at her place all the time. Do you understand that? Yeah, I was a teenager. I came home from college to take care of her. Okay, that would be the break that I saw you had to change your schedule. Yeah. yeah. So she's showing me that and that you were, you know, right there all the time. She gives me July as being significant. Do you understand July for a birthday passing or anniversary? She, she died at the cusp of July, August. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I also want to talk about white roses. Does that mean something? No, that I haven't ever gotten. Okay. Is the name Rose mean anything? That was her last name. Oh my goodness. There it is. Okay. So um, again, she's just really coming in strong and uh, identifying herself, but really she's just coming with so much love um, because at such a young age, you know, you had to be on your own. She's telling me. Mm -hmm. um, she's also talking about, um, 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 there, there's a change in direction after all of this with you at school. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. So she's acknowledging that. And she says it, 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 everything happens for a reason. And this was actually kind of put you on your path. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Perfect. She gives me the number two. Do you have two children? No, uh, no. Okay. Were you one of two? There's two of us left. She and okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So you have a sister that's passed. Is that what you said? Yes. They usually okay. come through together. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me just feel for a second here. Mm -hmm. There, there, there is a, a, the unexpected feeling with her. Do you understand that? Okay. Yes. And I do know again that she's telling me I'm, I'm here one minute and go on the next. Okay. Yes. I do also have the heaviness with her. So I have to feel like she does want to say, I'm sorry. Um, because she's acknowledging that you again she just put that warrior title on you you're you're the strength of the family out of all of you okay um and um she just wants to say i'm sorry because you were there for her all the time she's telling me that um she's also saying sorry because um um the way that i want to say it, she shows it to me she says i'm 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 talking the talk 
right? <laughs> she's talking the talk, but she's not walking the walk. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. So um, she's very pretty, very lovely girl, and um, she can be very charming. So she she made you feel like, okay, yeah, I'm straightening myself out. I'm straightening myself out. But, you know, she just, she's apologizing. Um, and she just wants to know. She's also showing um, um, something that's engraved with her name on it. Do you understand that? Is there a tattoo or something that's engraved with her name on it? Okay. Was no. she cremated? No. Okay. Ooh, I have something that shows like in loving memory and then the name. That's her. Um, there's a stone as opposed to a, uh -huh. uh, there's a, let me, there's a marker on her grave as opposed to a stone. Okay. I know it's not the regular because I, I mean, I'm not going to say two. So that's not what I yeah. want to say. There's, no, there's a marker. They both have just markers and, and they're together. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. So she's acknowledging that. Okay. Um, she's also sending you rainbows. <laughs> okay. So I know that you understand that. Okay. And she's confirming. Yes, that's me. That's me. Okay. So yes, your mom and your sister are together. Um, and also there's a bird with them. Did you ever have a bird? No, but growing up, there was a red robin that annoyed the heck out of my mom in the rec room window <laughs> for years. Okay, yeah, there's a bird there. So uh, I see the yeah. bird. So you would understand the significance there. Yeah. Um, but um, they're both they're both doing well. They're both very lovely. So I'm going to leave them with all their love. Thank you. Yeah. The You're welcome. Okay. How am I on time, Jen? You're on your own here, girl. I'm going to let you go okay. until you tell me you're tired. Let me try to get, uh, let's see what else I can get here. Okay. I have a gentleman here. All right. He lets me know that he had heart issues. Okay. So he would have been on high cholesterol, high um, uh, blood pressure medicine. I also feel that he would have had heart surgery or stents. Okay. Cause he is showing my symbol for, for stents feel like this is dad or, or father-in-law for someone, um, could possibly even be husband. I'm not quite sure of the relationship yet. Who understands this? He's passing between 69 and 79. I don't feel like he made it to 80. Grandfather. Okay. Um, do you understand, Kimberly, um, the, the uh, connection to a name like Robert? Bob, Bobby, Robert, Robertson. Okay, I want you to think about this. So this is grandfather for you. Do you understand a connection to like, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm like Georgia, Tennessee. I'm, I'm kind of in that area. Do you understand that? I'm north of Florida. No. Is there anybody that has a name like George or Georgia? Or John? I don't think so. take, no. Do you understand John? Um yeah. Okay, who is John then? Uh his son. Okay, I'll take that. And I'm going to tell you how I got there. So when I see up from Florida, and I'm bad with my geography, Georgia could also mean the name Georgia, Georgia. But when I see Tennessee, it means the name John for me for Johnny Cash. So if you're wondering how all that jumble got there, that's how I got there. Okay, my okay. symbols. Okay. 
So um, what I want to say with him is I, I understand he was in the military as well. Yes. Okay. Um, but I also feel like that he was an outdoors man. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Because he is showing me like a gun. So he would have like hunting and fishing and, or, you know, one or both. Uh, he's just kind of giving me that feeling. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. now, do you, do you have um, a male on your level that, that has passed either a brother or a husband or a significant other? No. Okay. He's bringing a younger male forward. Okay. That's also passed. Okay, but I want to put him that he passed younger. I'm, I'm going to put him between 50s and 60s when he passes. Is that making sense? It doesn't have to be connected to that family. I just have this other gentleman coming through. Not that I can think of. That's okay. Um, I also want to say, um, do you have a mom that's passed, Kimberly? No. A mother-in-law? Yes. Okay. Um, I want to, because I have a mom-like figure for you. She thinks very highly of you. Do you understand that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so I want to say with her, um, she's very interesting, this lady that I have to bring forward, your mother-in-law, okay? Because I feel like she's a bit quirky. Does that, do you understand that? So she's kind yeah. of very... Matter of fact, like she'll give you your opinion, whether you want it or not. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And she's also very, she's very funny, but not funny in the joking way. She's funny to watch. She's kind of funny. Like she, she was like, what is she, like you would say, well, what is she doing now? Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like she was funny just in herself as she makes me understand that. Now, who's the mm -hmm. woman that would have put some red in her hair? And I got to say, it wasn't the greatest color red. <laughs> right. Do you understand that? Yes. Was it her? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. So she's a character. All right. So she comes through. She makes me laugh. Um, and I feel like, uh, but, but a lot of love from this woman. She's got a very strong personality. So I feel like she could rub certain people the wrong way, but she means well. Okay. You understand that? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to tell you, she has the utmost love and respect for you because you really put up um, with a lot. Okay. Um, she is also showing me um your your husband, he has a brother as well. Yes. Okay, because she's telling me she's all about the boys, her boys. Mm -hmm. You understand that? Okay. So she kind of gives me the feeling of that mom, like I have these boys and whoever they're with is never good enough for my boys. You understand that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So she's taking the opportunity to come through today because she's saying, you know, she respected you, you know, you, you know, and I don't feel that she's the type of person that would have said that while she was here. Okay. <laughs> so um, she's just saying there's a lot of love. There's also, uh, there's a bigger dog here as well. So is there like a German Shepherd lab retriever type of dog for you that passed? Two. Retrievers. Yeah, yeah, I see the yeah, retrievers. Yeah, I thought they were on that line. So I could see them and they're here as well. So why don't I see rabbits? I had a rabbit. Mm -hmm. There you go. So there's a rabbit up there waiting for you as well. Um, I want to talk about also um uh, this is your mother-in-law again. Why is she saying that god awful rug? What rug is she talking about? 
Oh, maybe the rug I have right now. <laughs> she don't like it for some reason. Uh, if she could see it, she probably wouldn't. Funny, yeah. So she lets me know she's in your house and giving her opinion like I feel she would. Um, and uh, you know, let letting me know that. Um, I have to say with her, um, um, yeah, she's a character from everything, the way that she dressed, the way that she just is she's a character. She wore costume jewelry. Do you understand that? Yes. Yeah, because I see like a box full of like costume jewelry as she shows it to me. So you you would know about that. Yep. So um, she also gives me the S symbol. Is there somebody with a, a name that begins with S, first or last name? Yes. Or is this a dog that had the S name? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I want you to think about that. I have the S name. I'm not sure who yep. it belongs to. Um, and it may be like a SH name, S-H. Um, it'll probably come to you later don't worry yeah can't think of it yep yeah but uh but she she wants to thank you um you know for 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 you know just for being you and, and for putting up with her it's just how she's saying it so I'm gonna leave her with all her love thank yeah. you yeah well I think I'm I'm just about tapped out here if that's okay um does does anybody have any questions for me that's quite all right for it to be okay, uh, for sure, Connie. Um, because we we discussed energy, and and yeah. I want to make sure that you know how appreciative we are for your uh, for your offering here today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anytime, I'd love to do it again. Anytime. Yeah. So, um, Connie, thank you so much. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? that you would like to share with everyone here or those that might be listening at a later date? Sure, yeah. So um, one, first of all, I, I love to do um, group demonstrations. So um, I'm located in Florida, but you know, if there's a big event, I'm willing to travel. I like to do things that give back to community. So if it's like for a charity or something like that, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, you can find me uh, on Instagram at uh, Psychic Connie. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, Psychic Media. Yeah, Connie I have. Yeah, right there. Uh, the Connie's website is meaningfulmessages.info. That's right. meaningfulmessages.info. You can right. also connect with Connie on Facebook at Meaningful Messages with Connie Fusella. That's F-U-S is Sam, E-L-L-A. Uh, yes, and she's on Instagram at Psychic Medium Connie Fusella. And her email address is Connie at MeaningfulMessages.info. We will send out Connie's contact information and more in the follow-up email tomorrow. And that will include the replay link so you can watch it again if you'd like. Please visit ZenfulConversations.com to sign up for more of these conversations. And Connie... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so much again. Oh, you're welcome. I hope it was helpful. And like I said, just know, you know, our loved ones never leave us. They're, they're with us every day, uh, just in a, in a different form, right? Not in the physical form, but they're with us. And, um, and uh, know that, you know, as you can see doing this, you don't need to be, um, 
one-on-one -on -one in person in front of somebody. You can do it by Zoom, by phone call, um, because it's just energy, right? So um, I just wanted to let you know that as well. And I appreciate you all. And, and Jen, I appreciate the opportunity to be here today. Awesome. Awesome. Ladies, thank you so much for being here, for supporting these conversations and for your wonderful questions. Um, just thank you so very much. And thank you so much. Gratitude. Thank you. Namaste, thank you. everyone. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank you.